an exciting episode of Geeks Does Eat. You know what these two guys aren't? They're not pretty lazy. And welcome to episode 49, part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. And our second hour of, of this podcast, live from Sunday night, <laughs> on AquanetRadio.com. What? You're not going to address the fact that we had a new guy come in to do the second hour intro? <laughs> I thought you, you would have the honor of that. Oh, because what I did was, since what we do is we take the hours to three hours and we break them into one hour shows, actually Ed does all the work. I just, you know, stand here and go, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> you, no one cuts and pastes like you do, Ed. <laughs> hey, I like to give him, you know, he needs that moral support. Like, you, you cut, paste good, Ed. <laughs> so, what I did was, since, you know, since Sylvester Stallone called in. Yes. I, on Skype, I did call him back and asked him if he would do it. Nice, be nice and do an intro for us. So, that's the reason why you got, you know. Yeah. I, I'm people who know people now. That's right. I'm close with Sly, so you might be surprised at who else comes in to do our openings. Yeah, you never so know. It's not going to be just me going, oh, yeah, it's time for another episode of Geeksters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, because I wanted to do the standard, hey, let's just do something, and then we could just, since Ed's awesome at cutting and pasting, <laughs> we could just paste. The intro onto the beginning of every hour, and he's like, "No, let's do it live and make it more organic." So I'm like, "All right, whatever. <laughs> you're the boss. You're the you're the cut and paster. So if it's if it's less work for you, then I'm all for it. Yeah, because you know I don't want any of that quality cutting and pasting to be hindered. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say, like, okay, so figure if we got to do it, then why not just have like you know. Other people do it right. as well. You might even try one doing one there, Ed. Could be. You Maybe. Never. You never know with this show. This show is like skydiving naked <laughs> out of an airplane with a parachute that you didn't pack yourself. You're like, woo, yeah, mamusha. <laughs> Just dick swinging in the wind. At like 50 miles an hour, you get that. <laughs> that also works, too, if you're a female and your boobs are flapping like wings. <laughs> like, Especially those women from the eighties, <laughs> <laughs> from the concert or the concert. Oh my god, Bon Jovi! <laughs> so, no. <laughs> anyway, so this is a uh, hour two, right? Of yes. the show. Okay, and this is where we talk um, nerd news, nerd and tech news. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else is there to say? I mean, go listen, and if you have a problem with it, fuck you. <laughs> Lance, you're so accommodating to the audience. Now, obviously, if you have something to say, you can always email Ed at edatwordswithgeeks.com because I'm going to I'm going to ignore you. That's for the ending. I'm just letting it throw it out there now. You know, you're saving time. You're saving time. You can cut and paste that out. You just go, hey, Sean just said edatwordswithgeeks.com. I can cut that out. No, that he's just said it twice, so I can do it for two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is hour two. Enjoy. Thanks, enjoy. And we're back. Yes, we are. So what time is it, Ed? 
It's uh, nerd news time. <laughs> I threw to you that softball and you kind of fumbled it. <laughs> you, That's actually, like real life for me, you know. That's looked, how I catch it. He actually I fumbled looked, it. actually looked at his watch. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 you want to actually know the time? <laughs> I can see the clock right there on the wall. <laughs> oh, all right. So why'd you ask me the time? <laughs> or on every piece of technology around you. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you're actually just like, hey, hey, what time is it? It's time for nerd news. <laughs> Luckily, I I caught it then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what time is it, Ed? It's time for Nerd News. Yay! Yay! <clears throat> so what are we going to talk about first? Um. Well, my my top article, I'm going to save that for last. All right. <laughs> but our first article will be Katie Sockoff wants to be Harley Quinn. Yes, please. <laughs> So apparently, she—I didn't know this—that Holly, that Katie Sackhoff is a comic book nerd. She is like the geek goddess, like every geek's wet dream. I as just, far as a, you know, I just thought she was an actress playing a role for, you know, Battlestar Galactic was a paycheck, you know, kind of thing, and you know. probably was, but you know, she's a geek. So uh, of course, for many years that they've been trying to, ever since she uh, Harley came into the scene. Um, in the at Batman animated series, and uh, in the comic books, that they want to Carly Quinn in the movies, and of course, all the nerds are you know trying to uh, get that to happen. So she said she's interested in playing it if if it ever comes up. Well, I think she's a good choice because yeah. she can play a little crazy. She can play. She's obviously beautiful, but I mean, Harley's been Harley's a, a tough nut to crack as far as getting her into a movie because. She was introduced through the animated series mm-hmm. and then spawned into, they put her into the canon of Batman to actually give her like some depth as Joker's girlfriend. And then now she's kind of like her own entity. You know, she's a fanboy's dream. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. When I first saw her appear in the animated adventures, I was like, I, I didn't get her. Really? Like, I didn't really like the character because I felt I felt like, I'm like, okay, she's just a fluff piece for Joker. Mm-hmm. Then... What actually made me start to like her and appreciate her was the Gotham City Sirens comic book that was out for about a year, I think. Okay. It was during the time where they killed off Bruce Wayne and they had Dick Grayson be Batman. It was right after the Final Crisis. They started this Gotham City Sirens, which was Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and Harley. Okay. And it's kind of like, hey, like the wacky adventures. Like almost trying to get their lives on the straight and narrow. Oh, and, all right. and then almost through like one mishap or another, they get kind of like just when you thought they're out, they pull me back in, kind of thing. <laughs> and Harley's was a really good story storyline as far as finally be able to kind of work out like who she is as a character, where they think that she should go with it. And that's when I started falling in love with her. Okay, you know, the Mister J. I gotta <laughs> love that, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think. Katie's a good choice because she's a hard ass. Yeah. I mean, we've seen her. She was, for people those who don't know, who aren't a Battlestar Galactica fan. Yeah. I, well, okay, let's face it. You're listening to a show called Geeksters. If, you're, if you don't know Battlestar Galactica. Watch it. Yes, watch it. Or you stumbled <laughs> across this show for some odd reason listening to <laughs> the two idiots on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think uh, I think she'd do a good job. Yeah. And it's also nice, too, when if someone goes, if, well, like it worked for Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, when they were doing the ultimate line, they went to him and said, Hey, can we use your likeness for Nick Fury? And he was like, Sure, yeah. but as long as you, you if you're gonna use my likeness, if you're gonna make a movie with Nick Fury, I better be the guy. Bam. 
Yeah. You know, they're going to do Samuel L. Jackson, so you probably could just, I want to be in your motherfucking movie. <laughs> and there you go. There you go. And that's how it happens, folks. <laughs> and Katie's also got, um, she's also getting that show, uh, show Longmire. It's on TNT. It's right after, um, well, the Glades. But she's okay. also coming out in the new Riddick flick. Yeah, she's going to be a bounty hunter. Yeah, which it's really weird if you. I mean, obviously you know that since you've seen what she's looking like. Yeah, she's got the short blonde hair. Uh huh. She's dressed in gray, like fatigues almost. I'm like, so it's Starbucks. Yeah, like, yeah. Basically, the first like season Starbuck. of Starbucks. Yeah. Like I guess that's her go-to look if you need like a, a sci-fi blonde. She goes with the short hair, tough as tough hard ass nails kind of blonde. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Well, I could see that. Yeah. So what's next? Next is. Read studio email axing female lead sci-fi flick because Sucker Punch bombed. Now, this is the thing that's sad is, is I really enjoyed Sucker Punch as a movie, and I, you know, you know, judge for yourself if you haven't seen the movie, go see it, and you know, then tell me how much it sucks. No, I'm 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 more of the what's the article about? <laughs> oh, that's that's a surprise. Yeah, read studio email axing female lead sci flick sci-fi flick because Sucker Punch bombed. So basically, any there any sci-fi sci-fi flicks with the female leads, they're not going to do now because really? of Sucker Punch. Yes, Legendary Pictures has announced that because uh, that's the email is saying stating is the fact is that because of Sucker Punch that they're going to be very cautious on making those kind of movies. Uh, okay, you know what? Here's the email below. Let me uh, mm-hmm. thank you for letting me take a look at your script this weekend. While I did enjoy the mythology behind the story, I found myself a little confused with regards to the Red Reaper world as a whole. While I was not closely familiar with the world before reading, certain aspects felt either unexplained or redundant. Most specifically, illuminating Elias' past, demonic, demonic powers, etc. Mm-hmm. I feel that it would be difficult to bring another project with our current saturated state slate of epic fantasy fare, especially without any significant cast director attachment or large-scale brand recognition. recognition. Also, while I'm personally drawn to the presence of a female action hero, is currently a tough sell with the less than stellar rate Sucker Punch received. Ultimately, while I don't think this is for Legendary, I think the property has potential. I think this guy is lying out of his ass. Really? Yeah. I mean, first of all, how old Sucker Punch? Five years at this point, maybe. Four years, I think. Yeah, so yeah. to be able to kind of send something to Legendary, he just looked at it this way. He's like, you don't have, you don't have any actors attached to the project. You don't have a director attached to the project. You don't even have a script, you know, or he does have a script, but it's, you're not a, it's, you're not a seasoned veteran script writer. I mean, Legendary Pictures also, they're the ones that, they did the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm -hmm. So they kind of know what they're talking about. I think it's their polite rejection to this guy saying, hey, nice job, but thanks, but no thanks. Right. And just being polite about it and using Sucker Punch as an excuse because, I hate to say it, sci-fi leads, you got Resident Evil, you know, you got Resident Evil. (laughs) (laughs) You got Resident Resident Evil. Evil. I mean, as far as sci-fi action flicks, they're kind of tough to come by anyway. You know, most of it's it's science fiction fantasy. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. You're talking like Lord of the Rings. I mean, look, even, you know, Star Wars is kind of, well, it's futuristic. It's a long, long time ago. Right. You know, <laughs> a not, not, not a long, Thanks long for time. That for me. Yeah, but some people think because it's out in space, it must be futuristic. futuristic yeah. You know, it's not a long, long time from now. It's <laughs> a go. 
It's the past. So. <laughs> Just clarify that. You know, I was confused now. Thanks. Thanks for You know what? Me. You walk around a lot with that confused state. I figured I'd just clarify. Oh, okay. Long, like, it's like long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, I'm glad you explained it to me so I'm there. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, look at that. Speaking of Batman. <laughs> Speaking of Batman. That's right. I was going to try and take away this, but I was waiting for the nerd news for this one. Ant-Man is not going to be represented 50 years of Marvel Comics, says Echo Wright. <clears throat> okay, so, clarify that. Clarify that. During the world's end, um, talking about that, into I can't think of where it was, but uh, basically he's saying that the premiere that, of World's End, the premiere of World's End. But he was at a at a press conference for this, and uh, the Huffington Post was talking to him about it, and he goes, basically, I can't. People were going to say, uh, "Wow, wait, I can't believe Hank Prim's in this movie." Where that's one percent, ninety nine percent was going, "Who's Hank Prim?" Pretty much. So. I mean- he feels that he's got a little bit of love, latitude to cha- make changes to it of all this history that he can make changes if he wants to for the picture. Okay. Let me let me translate that for the... In English? Yes. So basically he's saying, look, Hank Prim's been around for 50 years. Yeah. People know in the comic book world who know who Ant-Man is. The general public doesn't. You know, some people, just think about it, a long time ago nobody knew who Iron Man was. Yeah. You know, so he kind of has like a little bit of a lead way to kind of go this is Hank Prim now forget the 50 years we're going to reboot him for the Marvel movie universe mm-hmm. this is who he is so <coughs> all the all the uh, all which, the people that okay. well I'm going to say which makes sense too because if Hank Prim if Avengers 2 is going to be the age of Ultron right and Ultron for those people who don't know is a created was created by Hank Prim yeah 50, 60, 40, 50 years ago mm-hmm you know, it's going to be convoluted because if you're going to introduce Ultron, why not introduce Hank Prim? But in order to introduce Hank Prim, you got to bring in him being Ant-Man, Giant-Man, Yellow Jacket, being married to the Wasp, being a drunken, abusive husband. Like, there's a lot of shit there that you got to go, uh, some people aren't going to get this. You know? <laughs> I've only got an hour and a half. Right. I think two hours tops. Max. And it's a lot of special effects. Um, I can't and I can't do it in open opening credits like the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. You know, <laughs> so if they're just going to do the Ant Man version, why not do just stick with Ant Man and that way kind of help with the Avengers two movie? Even mm-hmm. though he's not in it, yeah, I'm curious to see how they're going to work it all out. But again, Marvel seems to have a way of fixing things or bending the laws of reality. Right. Again, you're bending the laws of reality if you can believe a man can fly. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, I'll hopefully do a better shot than they did with Man of Steel. We'll get to that, buddy. <laughs> we'll get to that. I didn't see it. I Man liked, of Steel? I liked it. He hated it. Yeah. And because of how Superman is portrayed in this movie. and But like I said, when we got the big news coming up, and those people who live on the rock don't know it, but <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't like it because it wasn't the Superman for... 75 years, yeah. Yeah, you got 75 years of Superman. Well, there's not, I mean, that's not true because there's a lot of... Defend your position, Defend my position, okay. See, the thing is we can't really give away the ending because it's not on DVD. That's our kind of rule around here is the fact is is that we don't want to give away the spoiler. But all the other stuff I forgive through the hour and a half I saw the movie, it's just the ending of it, what what he did, 
was so deplorable because it's not his character trait and it was just like forget it i'm i'm done with you <laughs> throwing it away see that's the the level of the geek it's and that's and that's where the key fuel for the major article this week is is kind of coming from the nerd rage of how people kind of look at a character and go that's not the character Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> now, now, did they leave an ending kind of like they've been doing Iron Man and all these other movies? Where they, 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 they leave some kind of a nugget to let you guess what the next one's going to be? No, they nah, didn't. Nah, there DC was no does bumper do that, at the yeah. end. And DC doesn't do that because I think DC knows that everything they try doing is going to be compared to Marvel. I look at it as like, you know what? The Marvel method works as far as movies go. Oh, yeah. It kept me on the hook for the next one. Right. Yeah. So why not like just go, they do it better. They do it. They originated doesn't mean we can't do it ourselves. Right. Well, so like all, all the other movies originated the idea of having bloopers at the end in the, tr- in the, in the uh, credits. Yeah. Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit, Cannonball, Cannonball Run. Run. These bleeds? These bleeds right here? One of my favorite bloopers. Uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin Powers. Yeah. All yeah. those films. I mean, I'd stay till the end hoping to see something like that. Exactly. Like, so I'm saying here, especially when it comes to a good comedy. You know, I want to see those bloopers. Yeah. I don't want to call it a good comedy, but I did well, see the uh, Grown Ups too. Yeah, how was and, that? Um, I, I thought it was a funny movie. There were a lot of funny parts, but it wasn't like the first one. Did it really need to be sequelized? Did it need to be? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. I think they were grasping to make this. Okay. But uh, I, I thought at the end, I stayed through the whole credits at the end, hoping to see something, and yeah. there was nothing. Really? Just nothing but music and names flying by, like, like the <laughs> usual. Wow. As usual. But so with Man of Steel, like, they just don't want to kind of... They don't know what they're doing with their universe just yet. So they never really kind of say, well, this is where we want to go, because I don't think they ever really know. So I don't think there's anybody willing to commit. Right, right. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Because then six weeks they'll be fired, and then somebody comes else that comes in and has an idea, and they won't say what it is. And That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so back to Ant-Man, though. Like, you've got this long, lush history. Yeah. Now, I just read recently, to kind of spin off of, since we're talking nerd news, I can spin off into... Sean's potty talk what I've been reading on the toilet yeah and <laughs> Marvel had this like string called the Age of Ultron right which ironically enough is the name of the Avengers 2 even though it's got nothing to do with it right but the reason why I'm bringing it in here is because it is very Hank Prim heavy because Ultron being created by Hank Prim mm-hmm. oh, oh basically Ultron has found a way to take over the world okay and he's done it from the future really yes so there's time travel involved. Not only there's there's like you have today, mm-hmm. and then a small group, a small band of heroes, because most of the heroes are dead. Right. Spoiler, I won't right. tell you who, but some there's a small <laughs> band of heroes <laughs> go to the future to try to stop him because they figure that's the plan. Well, Wolverine is so tired of Hank Prim's shit because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be in any of these problems with Ultron and blah blah blah. He decides to go into the past to kill Hank Prim. Before he even comes up with the idea of Ultron. <laughs> what? You're, you know, hold on. You're a days of future past. You love that storyline. Yeah. So this is right up your alley. Because right. No, no, I'm not. Have... I'm not laughing that. I'm laughing because, yeah, Fox is going to do that in, like, next year. Well, yeah. Well, they have a completely different story with <laughs> right. the X-Men. This is the entire Marvel Universe. That's right. You know, and then he goes back into the past and I'm not much of a spoiler because it's kind of part of the plot. Right. Kills Hank Prim. Okay. So now when he gets back to the present, how fucked up the present is now because, because of... Age the, of Ultron. It's the butterfly effect. Yeah. So 
then you have to kind of fix it all out. And it's what it, I what I found was amazing was the idea of where they kind of see how it ended. I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you know, granted, it's a comic book, big deal. But I think how it ended, and I won't tell it because that would be a spoiler. Right. Um, really is kind of like a a big move for Marvel because it's something I don't think they ever really did before, as far as Marvel Comics on a whole. Thanks. What? I'm like, like what? I'm not gonna tell you. You gotta go buy it. Gonna go buy it. Yeah, it's only ten issues. Actually, and it also relaunched a uh, you know like they were able to start like a whole new comic line, like a whole new like story. Yeah. Yeah, like one more for the bin, I guess you can kind of say. But yeah, I'm not gonna tell you that. Just go buy it. Okay, I'll have to buy it. I wonder if they have a graphic novel with it yet. Not yet, because it just finished. It just finished. Okay. Yes. I'll wait for the graphic novel. Yeah, like I just finished that, and now I just started reading the Trinity War, the DC's version, yeah. big crossover between the JLA, well, the Justice League, the Justice League of America, and Justice League Dark. Wow. So, and they kill off somebody in that. I was kind of surprised because I was like, what? <laughs> You'll tell me that one later because I'm not gonna. Re- I refuse to read DC anymore. You're not reading DC anymore. Mm. It, it, this is before the big news, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I t- told you before. <laughs> well, tell the people at home. Tell the people at home who don't know. Yeah, you can't just because leave. I'm tired of of Planet One, Planet Two, Earth Three, Earth Four, Earth Twenty One. You're like, there's one Earth, there's one universe. Stick to it. But okay, now being a Star Trek fan, how can you not go with the parallel universe? Well, it's Star Trek. That's not comic books. Oh, so it's okay for Kirk and the gang to bounce around the universe in multiple universes, but not the comic books? That's right. I don't know. That's elitist, Ed. Okay. And you're above that. I am. I'm just saying. You should strive to be higher. You strive to do better. I'm just... It just I don't know. I just don't like DC anymore. Just tired. Just don't like DC anymore? Nah. All right. Fine. Fine. Whoa. They're unrealistic. Unrealistic? Yeah. Well, what are you... How can <laughs> they're even unmore realistic than usual? Okay, you do realize. I mean, okay, this is where I, I know the show is called Geeksters. Yeah, you do realize you're talking about fictional characters <laughs> that don't exist. <laughs> yeah, and you're calling them unrealistic. I, I just, you know, like your sanity just knocking at your door, going, "Hey, let me in, please, just for a moment." No. No, just, I, I nope. tell them get the fuck out. Nope, I, all those good people are unrealistic. Yeah, it's kind of all right. I, I mean, hey, look, you get, you get there while you start reading these comics, and then, like I said, I used to, you know, get certain certain issues, and then all of a sudden they change the storyline. You're like, I, now I, I gotta wait for this storyline to end, or or for when they want to pause because they want to go back to the other one because they thought this was more important to tell, even though they could have made another comic book line for, you know, Supergirl or or Batman or whoever. And this is not Supergirl, man. I'm not busting Supergirl. I'm oh, just saying that it's like all of a sudden they have to change the universe because it's this one. This this character is not the appropriate one. It's Earth uh, Supergirl from Earth 23. Really? Yeah. So I wait until Earth 23's story's done before I can go back to Earth one. Oh well, saying, you know, whatever, whatever, what, whatever, whatever. whatever. And so what's next in the nerd news? Well, since we're talking about the whole debate and we're, you know, Ant-Man and Marvel and stuff, that the new Fantastic Four movie will be uh, set in the X-Men universe. You want to try that headline again? Well, what did I say wrong? Uh, you kind of mumbled through Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> so the new Fantastic 
four movie will be set in the X-Men universe. Okay. So it sounds like the X-Men universe days of future past is just the tip of the iceberg just because the 20th century Fox and Marvel have much bigger things in the works. X-Men get ready to meet fantastic four Fox. The mover guru, Mark Miller has confirmed the rumors that the company will be bringing the two iconic teams together which can make for a positively awesome movie if you could pull it off. It also tells a lot about where Miller is taking the franchise into the future. Or in the future, sorry. So, there you go. Okay, but they don't say how he's going to bring the of Fantastic not. Four into the X-Men. I mean, no. here, well, here's my thing is, though, the X-Men universe is, should be the same as the Avengers universe. Well, what's, what's be, I, what I got from this article is the fact is, is that Fox is going to... Because, again, the, the agreement for every movie company is if you want to keep the rights... You've got to keep making movies. got to keep making movies. why you have Amazing Spider-Man. So that's why X-Men Days of Future Past is coming out next year. You're going to have an X-Force movie coming out in the future after that. So now they're going to do a Fantastic Four movie, and then they're going to probably combine the two together so they just can keep drawing out storylines and just keep building on keeping the rights and making billions of dollars. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Was the original Fantastic Four movie, was that a Fox movie too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they own the rights to it. I remember the, I know the X-Men are because every time it fade to black, you had the 20th Century Fox logo. Mm -hmm. And then when it, and it fade to black, they always kind of flash the X. And like the opening scene. Right. You know, first time I saw it, I was like, what? Is that, did I just see that? Like, oh, brilliant. That was genius. That was genius. Because that, I, Everybody who I saw it with all that just like looked at each other like, did you just see what I saw? I'm like, yep. No, it was Professor X planting the X in your head. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How unrealistic is that? <laughs> I mean, so they're going to tie them in together? Yep. Yeah, why not? I mean, if Marvel can do it, why not Fox? Yep. Uh, yeah. Somebody's got to make money off of it. Yep. I mean, I just think there's... I kind of wish it was Marvel, but... I mean, okay, I'm going to be honest. I think there's going to come a time sooner or later... Where they're just going to go, you know what? What's the we could all benefit from this? If you guys want to use the Fantastic Four for a movie, mm-hmm. we split the cost. We put up a hundred million. You put up a hundred million. It's a joint effort between Fox and, let's say, Marvel or Fox and Warner Brothers or whoever's doing said movie. Right. Get your characters and my characters. I mean, because even Hugh Jackman said he would love to see an Avengers versus Wolverine movie. Yeah. I mean, Avengers versus well, X-Men. Yeah. No, let's face it, it'll be a Wolverine movie. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers versus X-Men movie. Wolverine-centric. You know, but you have to kind of, like, Avengers is Avengers, and they're two different companies. Yeah. But I think that if sooner or later it's going to come down to going, you know what, why not just use the guy? Let us let us be executive producers, or and that way, whatever the box office gross will be, we split it down the middle after we pay everybody. You get money, we get money, everybody's a winner, and then more people will show to see that movie. Right. No, I, I agree with you. I just think that like it's always been in the works. It's probably always been in the works. It's just like there's like a little detail that like neither wants to back off of. Yeah, there's always And then like ten years from now you'll see like finally they'll come out with it and we'll be too old to appreciate it. Nah, I'll never be too old to appreciate movies like that. Yeah. I'm just saying there's always some guy in a suit who doesn't read comic books because be like, you know, I don't think that should be done because legally this, legally that. It's right. Like some lawyer that needs to be shot. Yeah, exactly. So somebody, somebody out there is just holding up that works. Those bastards. That's so. right. 
Okay, well, what's next in the news? Well, we can go to tech news or we can go uh, finish the last piece of nerd yeah, news. No, let's go to tech news. Let's go to tech news. Okay. Apple buys transit app Embark. Em- oh, sh- let me try that again. <laughs> Apple buys transit app maker Embark. Embark is a company that makes um, apps for uh, doing like kind of uh, transits for different trains for different cities, uh, London, San Francisco, San Diego, and so on. All right. And uh, Apple has acquired them. Uh, they've been working on a new app, of course, for their uh, since the departure. Of, well, they've been fighting with Google since they. Uh... Basically, Apple Maps sucks. Yes. So everyone still uses Google Maps, and Apple's trying to find a way to recoup those losses. Exactly. <laughs> so that's another one that they just enveloped. So. So what do they plan on doing with it? Just kind of like, hey, look, here's an app for trains. Well, they're actually they. They've in, enveloped them and basically right now working with the other Google Maps because there's a couple other ones that they bought a while ago, and they're putting them all together as one major app is the Google app for uh, – Oh, okay. Or not Google apps. Apple. Apple Maps. app. Apple Maps, yeah. See, and everyone goes to Google. Apple should just kind of stop trying to quarter – you already cornered the market on so much. Stop being greedy. Let Google have their shit. Uh, you know, Okay. You have, I don't know. No, just, no I don't opinion know. on that. I have no opinion just because it's you just like... An, you don't have an iPhone. No, I have an iPhone. You still... Okay, just folks for you, you know, we use a TomTom Tom to get up here. A GPS. <laughs> I could have done it on my phone, but, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the GPS TomTom aspects because you can get those those great voices like, mm, make left here, yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that one, so... Why not? Because it costs like 20 bucks. I'm sorry, if I could have Yoda telling me turn left here or turn right there, I probably would shout it out. Alright. Oh, you know? there's also Darth Vader. <sighs> you have reached your destination. Yes. <sighs> Welcome to Verizon. Yes. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> Make left here, Simba. <laughs> well, you, you, 500 you, miles to... Uh, what's it? Uh, God damn, I forgot. That. <laughs> uh, you want to try that again? But, what the fuck? I forget the name of the country. But the one in uh, Welcome and Come to America, Zamunda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you can get the celebrity voices like Marty. Make a left at Elm Street. I shut the voice off altogether on any of those things. I just look at the, you know, all right. I, I read it so many feet to the turn. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't need that thing yapping in my ear the whole ride. <laughs> I have a comical conversation with that stupid thing when my daughter's in the car. Because <laughs> she's like, right turn in a quarter mile. Right, I heard you the first time. I'm yelling at the thing back and forth. And my daughter just, she can't even breathe from laughing. So I'm like, all it does is just nag you about the next turn coming up. All right, I know I'm paying attention. That's why I turned you on in the first place. That's why you need the Jewish mother app that goes, Oi, make a left here. Yeah. Well, oh, you missed the turn. I knew you would miss the turn. How come you don't call your mother anymore? Yeah. Hey, why don't you call your mother? There's another 20 miles to the exit. Yes. <laughs> and get something to eat. Yeah. Did you bring enough nosh with you? Oh, you need some guilt. All right. I get it. <laughs> it's Passover. Why are you putting a donut in your mouth? <laughs> Why are you driving? It's, fr- it's, it's Saturday. Oh, <laughs> what's next on the app? On the uh, tech news area. Tech Ed? news is developer for PS4, Xbox One graphics are to nearly match reality. 
So the PS4 and the Xbox <clears throat> graphics. Yep. Oh, they're going to match reality closely, huh? Yes. Quantic Dream CEO Dave Cage has said, I don't know if we'll reach this point during the cycle, but we're able to tell the difference between film and a game. But I know we're going to get really close to it during this cycle. So basically he's saying that... Graphics have come so far, far that you're going to be, not be... It's going to be hard to distinguish between reality versus... Exactly. You know what? There's some games like that now. Sure. I mean, like, I played The Last of Us, which is really, like, heavy graphically. Game's pretty good, too. But visually, you kind of go, whoa, that's kind of pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm, like, I'm looking forward. Like, right now I'm playing um, Saints Row 4. It's more more comic booky. It's animation style. Yeah. Like, kind of the way it looks like the third one. But you can tell it's a video game. Right. But the GTA 5 is coming out next month. Really? I mean, it looks phenomenal. Oh. <laughs> Video game, relax. Shut up, man. You know, you just this missed... is the reason why you don't host the show. <laughs> you know what you just missed about uh, almost ten minutes ago? Speaking well, of geek stuff, yeah. the uh, International Space Station was supposed to be viewable from southeastern Pennsylvania at 8.12 p.m. tonight. Oh, oh no. Missed it. Yeah. You just missed it. Nine minutes. Oh, well. A bunch of people just give us the finger. Hey! <laughs> Man of Steel sucked. Hey! <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. So, don't expect to hear much from me during that release day. <laughs> I usually don't when the new video game comes the out. New video game comes every out. Every week. You know, not every week. <laughs> every other week. What do you call it? Um... Saints Row 4, that's going to time you over until September 17th when Grand Theft Auto 5 comes out. Okay. And then between September and October, I'll probably be playing that because October 25th is Batman Arkham Origins. Alright. Alright? And then after that, November 15th is the release of PS4. And that's when you probably won't see me ever. <laughs> I'll be calling into the show myself like, yeah, hi, Ed. It's uh, Sean in the house. <laughs> Sean, looks like you haven't shaved. Yeah, I haven't shaved in like three months. <laughs> Shut up, man. That killed his I, I, could, I, I could see you like with your family. Like they all come over. It's like, happy Hanukkah. What games did you get me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you just grab and run back into your room and you know, you door slams and that's it. I look like God. Precious. <laughs> Just snatch it out of someone's hand and just run away. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you like order them online? Do you go to a store? And I actually go. I, I yeah, I do. Where, which store do you go to? Uh, the GameStop. At uh, well, for those people who are not live local, but the Roosevelt Mall. Okay. I grew up there, so that's the one I go to, and I do the midnight release. I pre-order, you know, because I have to make sure I get all that good shit. Like, oh, if you pre-order now, you get this map or you get this skin and. I'm a sucker for tchotchkes. Like, you know, that's what it comes down to. Is I can't just walk in the day of release going, yeah, I'll just take that. You know, like the Batman one, the, the Batman Arkham Origins that I pre-ordered, comes with this beautiful statue of the Joker at a table. It's got LED lights and everything. And I'm like, I, what game? I just want to be able to put that on the shelf. So. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. You're I mean, a grown man. It's bad enough you're playing video games <laughs> and online romances. Now you're buying tchotchkes from the store, too? Yep. What can I say? Well, the, the reason I ask is uh, there's a friend of the uh, station who has a shop in uh, northeast Philadelphia called Game Fix. 
uh, one of our friend Cowboy Bob owns it. It's all yeah. the way up near Bustleton and uh, Byberry area, near where the Leo Mall used to be. Okay. And uh, he's an authorized game dealer, game repairs, all that other fun stuff. Mm. And maybe we can work something out with the show with him. Yeah, maybe. I'll... Yeah. They're also looking to host some kind of a game day type of thing, like maybe at a bar somewhere, like a competitive game day. All right. So oh, we could do live commentary. Yeah. We could. Give me color, color commentary. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Here you go. And then he's going. Wait a minute. The disc is skipping. <laughs> uh, and he pushes the X button my, madly. Now he's going the Y button. Now he's going the X button. Holy mackerel, this man's on fire. <laughs> Did you see that? This is radio. Yeah. Oh, well, I saw it. I saw Here comes the ring girls. <laughs> Pat his forehead. All he said in me was rock star and pizza. And he's good to go. Ding, ding. <laughs> Pac-Man? It's always sound effect would come up. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Everybody knows Pac-Man. Yeah, that's so true. So what's, uh, what's next there, Ed? Too much time on Facebook? Give yourself an electronic shock. Okay. There's, there is now a device that you can connect to your keyboard that will give you an electronic shock if you spend too much time on one app, specifically uh. Facebook. <laughs> Do you imagine? <laughs> let's say, let's say hypothetically you have, let's say hypothetically you have a girlfriend in another state. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, maybe just maybe your genitalia is somewhere near that uh. keyboard. <laughs> And that reminder zap comes in just as you, as the conversation was about to hit its climax. <laughs> Holy mackerel. I, you know what? I am all for it if it stops a person from playing Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> or some app that's, you know, taking Wait a minute. Aren't you playing Candy Crush? Yes, I am. So that's why I fully support it. Because that's the thing. The other day, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there on Facebook, and I see <laughs> Sean Richmond invites you to play Candy Crush. I'm like... Really? I don't think I invite. You. I think I need like lives or something, or or I need help getting to the next chapter. That's the part I don't I don't like is the fact that you get to a certain point in in almost every Facebook game where you have to need your friend's help to get to the next stage. Fuck you! I got here on my own. I don't shouldn't, shouldn't need them to get me to the next step. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like it's it's almost an invitation for an intervention. So then, so then, <laughs> so then you could say I can start playing because I actually started playing. You started playing? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know my wife plays it and all these other people, they talk about it. I'm like, it's basically like gems, you know, it's like, gem- on Facebook. I, and I'm it's not, just candy. It's, it's, it's Bejeweled Blitz. Bejeweled Blitz, yes. And yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like candy. And it makes, you know, cute. there's a cute storyline behind it, which I just skip over and just give me the next board. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine though if you could hook that device up to other things other than like the internet, like you know, like I, video games? Or... I am all for the Pavlov poke, as it's called. <laughs> <laughs> really? So like, if, if we did every device in your room, like with that thing, like if you're playing too long of video games, it zap you, so you'd have to stop. You're on the the phone too long with your girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, like there's times when you when you completely lose track of time. Like in your case, Mister, I watched four seasons of Son of Anarchy. Yeah, wouldn't you have been appreciative if you, like, after episode four, got a shock in your ass and go, "Dude, go to bed." No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't have been appreciative. Now, uh, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, uh, with the whole geek stuff and the games yeah. and things like that. 
do you guys, what do you guys think of the resurgence of all the old platforms and the old games? There's, it's very popular right now for people to collect the the older game systems. You mean like an old like ColecoVision or Intellivision, exactly. like directly like 80s? You know, like, like and... Basically, what the hipsters are doing right now. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm all I'm all for it. It's like knowing your roots, but you're shouting out like some extreme amount of money. I I know a guy who used to collect the old ColecoVision, and he would go to like you know garage sales and you know the different farmers markets and that kind of thing. So he just to find this stuff, mm-hmm. and he would spend like you know like sixty dollars on a game. I'm like. It wasn't even sixty dollars when it was in the store. No, the, you know the, the problem I actually have too, because like a lot of the PS3 games that were older or right. PS2s, they were doing like these high def versions now. Uh-huh. It's still the same shitty game, and it's just just because you polish and round out the edges that were there as polygons. Because they got a Nintendo game like one of those Legend of Zelda's games, yeah, coming out, and it's a high def version. And I'm like, well, I didn't play it then, but it's still gonna look pretty much like it is then. But no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking, about, talking a re- about like I'm not talking about a reboot of the game on the new platform. You're talking about like buying. I'm like talking a- about people that are buying like like I just said yeah. like they buy a ColecoVision, and they buy like an Intellivision or an Atari Twenty Six Hundred and all the games for it. Like I have a guy that works in my office that gets boxes and boxes of this crap that was thrown out of somebody's basement, and he's paying top dollar for it so he can have every single Atari game, which there's a lot. Yes, I know. And, I had, I had man, an Atari. Yeah. I, I I just can't. I you ever know. bring it out and play with it? And no. Like, wow, this really sucks compared to what I've got. Today. <laughs> no, because I'm always looking forward, not looking back. I mean, I was so disappointed years ago when Pac-Man came out for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. <laughs> like, what is this? Yes. And now you can get that stupid meme game emulator on your phone, no less. Yes. And play the ROMs of the actual video games that we were stuffing quarters in at the arcade years ago. And I just like. I mean, if, if like I said, if you have the money and you really enjoy it, like go ahead. I mean, I just I don't really see it either because it's just like there's a reason why these went out of date because like the graphics weren't as good or you know it was at the time it was good but now it's like going back. You're like it's like going back watching an old TV show from the '70s. You got on DVD, you're like all excited, you're like and you pop it in, you go, yeah. When a kid, I was excited, but now it's like this is the sometimes dumbest show you ever. just can't go back. Right, exactly. You know, and that's the problem. I mean, I think for for like. Or, or that the person's got something happening in, in their current life right. that they need to kind of flash back to a better time. Right. Like so calling they, an old girlfriend? Yes. Oof. Calling an old girlfriend or buying an vi- old video game system or going, remember my, I remember how much fun I had with my first car, so I'm going to go out and buy that car. It's not necessarily the car that was the good time. It was the, the age time. that you were. It was the time. Yeah. And people think that by buying that old thing is going to make them feel better about their pathetic lives now. Right. Because, like, yeah, because as a teenager, I was awesome. As an adult, I suck. You know? So if I buy that thing as, a, as, I, as I was as a teenager, somehow I'm going to be able to be, oh, look at me. I'm back to being cool and hip and relevant. Right. You don't want to go back to being Frank the Tank again? No. <laughs> no. You're not going to find me streaking down the streets naked anymore. <laughs> Through the quads, yeah, nice. <laughs> They're all doing it. I don't care. I did my streaking. I'm done. I was streaking as the thin Sean, so you know, no one likes to see a fat, naked, fat man running down the street. I don't know. We should take a poll. Well, okay. Then if the poll, if people say yeah, do it. You're up. <laughs> you're the you're one was willing to do it. I mean, I never said that was willing. I said I used to. Oh. <laughs> Hey, get, getting back to the the video games thing, have you guys ever heard of or been to Barcade? 
No. No. So there's they have a few of them. I know they have one in Brooklyn and they have one down here in Philly in uh, Northern Liberties. Right. And it's basically old video games for a quarter a game. The old ones you used to play, Joust, Carnival. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The... Frogger, all that stuff. And they have, you know, microbrews and whatever kind of snack food they sell there. There's it's... like, there's like one in, I think it's like Hatbar Horsham. It's called like TNT Amusement. You actually oh, buy different. those games. That guy is my, I work with his neighbor. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you remember the old uh, infomercials they used to have yes. with this guy? They still show those. With this, with the, the pinball machine and the thing slams down on a rubber hand. And uh-huh. he's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, see, I fooled you. <laughs> he, I could watch that stupid infomercial <laughs> every day of the week. And he is as much a creep outside of there as he is there. His basement is completely decorated. This guy, Pete, that I work with, is, right. lives like on the same block. And he's got, like, in the ceiling, he's got, like, the star lights, you know, and the twinkling lights in the ceiling and all this crap in his basement. Probably to disorient the kids that wander in there. <laughs> uh, Big sign, free hugs. Yeah. <laughs> but but this, this place, um, Barcade, they don't rehab the games or anything. It's it's a bar. Barcade, yeah. that's all it is. And it's, uh, it's in the, you know, the heart of hipster town there, like, down the street from Johnny Brenda's. So on Frankfurt Avenue, for people in the Philly area, Frankfurt Avenue, almost where it hits Delaware Avenue. Okay. okay. Columbus Boulevard, whatever you right. call it. It's yeah. almost under I-95 on Frankfurt. And it's really cool, though. They yeah. have all the old games you can think of, like Geeksters Donkey Kong. Trip. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking maybe a, a Geeksters uh, remote broadcast, possibly. I'm down right. with yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Keep what it, it is there. It's Keep really it down. cool. Pl- I can't do the show, Ed. I'm playing Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> Love a chick that eats balls. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, All right. But then I get zapped for too much time. That's right. <laughs> get a shock from that. Look at me trying to bring it back to the show. What's next? Next is eight point. Is Windows eight point ready for release for manufacturers? Yep. Windows 8.1. Yeah, they're still trying. They're going to keep trying. They're going to keep trying. So uh, August 23rd, which was uh, Friday, or thir- yeah, Friday, uh, they were talking about this, that the, in October they're going to release 8.1 to manufacturers so they can fix all the bugs. Apparently the major bug that they've had. That is Windows? <laughs> <laughs> Besides that. All right, the second major. <laughs> I actually lost my place. Thanks. <laughs> Focus, damn it! It crashes and hangs over and over again. I'm like, what? And they released this. My favorite part is, and I'm willing to bet the reason why they're trying really hard to get Windows 8.1 ready is probably because probably going to try really working in relation with the Xbox One that comes out in November. Oh, okay. Yeah. See how it all um, comes together? together. Right. There's that missing piece I was missing. Yeah. yeah. You're like, why are they rushing? Why? Because the Xbox One comes out, I think, like the middle or the end of November. So why not push it out now? Get all the bugs out, especially if that hanging stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yay! It hangs. There's a shock. <laughs> Never buy anything the first year of a Windows program. It's not the first year. Oh, that means they <laughs> fucked up at 8.0. <laughs> yeah, it's been a year for 8. 8, eight was <laughs> October of last year, so 8.1. So I have to wait another year now before the get all yeah, the wait, bugs out. Wait for the 8.2. 8.2, jeez. 
also see that Balmer is retiring for the year. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll see if that happens when he retires. <laughs> how much? How much the better better the company's going to be? You think? No. No. <laughs> you think it's going to be like the inmates are in the asylum kind of that's thing? That's right. No, that doesn't look good for Windows. I mean, for Microsoft. But then again, I think I think, I think Apple's gone downhill since Jobs died. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they. I, I mean, I think especially the last year of his life, I don't think he was really involved as much. There's right. so many mistakes they made when he was alive, and then. His passing just kind of made it worse because then they're like, well, now we don't have to worry about him like yeah. putting his you know two, two cents, cents in. in yeah. right? Man's dead. Let him die. Let's go make. I, I, I know. Here's you know, <laughs> iPhone six. Just a little bit taller and a little bit thinner this time. Yeah, that's no, our... no more animal names in the damn operating system. <laughs> yes. What the hell is that idea? <laughs> it works. Yeah, hey. it works, and they're ruining it. I don't know. And what else is your what else you got there as far as nerd news uh, we'll briefly go over this because I know you're dying to get to the last article I'm foaming at the mouth on this last one <laughs> Instagram snaps up camera app uh, to upgrade video so people who use Instagram would you use Instagram by the way no I got because I don't really use Twitter much yeah so I don't really like I don't people don't need to know that I'm taking a dump right at this moment I can savor it and tell you later <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to visual a lot. What does that have to do with Instagram? Well, a lot of people use Instagram as far as in, in correlation with Twitter. Not really. No. I, everybody I've seen goes, "Hey, look, look!" Like they tweet it, and then it's linked to their Instagram to see the photo. But tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Isn't so, Instagram just a photo version of, of Twitter? Instagram is just photos with comments. Yeah. Whereas right. you know, you know, like a status update on Facebook. Now, now Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah. Right. And then they added video capability recently because Vine came out. Right. And you can only do, what, 10 seconds video on yeah, Vine? Yeah, and, and have it do looped like over. 30 seconds, I think, on, on Instagram, possibly. I know it's a lot more. Okay. It did not disclose how long it is. But, but uh, the company um, Luma is now the uh, app that's uh, going to be uh, used through Instagram. But I, I don't know. I guess I kind of, I guess one of the things that I'm always kind of, I'm never in the right position to be like, oh, 10 seconds video. Uh, like, I. But, but the people are doing some <laughs> Wait, stuff the 10 with second it. position to take a dub? Like, here it comes. <laughs> I got it. All yeah, right. I just most people. I'm sending this time, bad boy out. Most time when I do see a vibe thing, it's usually like a quick thing that they kind of make a joke or like a. The Jim Norton vines are the best. Yes. And he moved on to Instagram now because he can go longer. Okay. Well, and they're the best because he does all of his characters, but you actually can see his face. But, right, but it's also stop motion. So you hit a button. You, you, it's almost like stop motion photography. I okay. did it with uh, poker chips. Okay. You just had a stack of chips, and as it, like each frame was a chip going down, and then this one, you know, right, went up, cool. or just drinking a beer and watching the, the the glass go down. But other people do some really cool things with yeah. it. Yeah. I just do I, like, I don't know. It's very. It's good for uh, <laughs> being creative. It's not just like posting a, a five second clip of a band playing. Right. Like, it's not that dumb stuff. People get creative. With a limited amount of time to actually, I know one uh, the, the guitar player from My Empire. He did a thing where I don't know how he act, how he did it and got it into the Vine app, but he's sitting there like talking, and all of a sudden, like a Velociraptor rips out of his chest. It's like something like that is kind of cool if you know how to do that. I and guess that's it, where the problem is. I don't have the time. 
I have all the time in the, the world. Time? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm playing video, video games. games. Well, video games. Video games, man. That's all he does. I'm playing, I'm and, playing and video games, cool. reading comic books, and talking to my online girlfriend. <laughs> Priorities, man. Priorities, man. Priorities. Well, you throw a job in there, you're going to be screwed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no wonder you haven't really found anything. Wow. You're a busy man. You're the man about town. Do you know how many times I've saved the world? You're welcome, by the way. What are you, uh, uh, the, the kid from Transformers? <laughs> yes, I'm, the, I'm what do you call it, the last starfighter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> when fun. are they going to reboot Enemy Mine? <laughs> I have no idea. You know it's got to come soon. Well, yeah, of course. And the last Starfighter. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. I love that movie. That was a great movie. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, for its time, the first computer animated movie. No, it wasn't. Well, first computer animated scenes. First one. First Tron. Really? Yeah. Tron was not computer animated. I mean, it had the one little thing, but we're talking about like long sequences. That like was that all whole, computer animation. Well, that whole scene in space with all the all the fighter pilots and stuff. Right, that was right. like the first real movie that kind of had used computer animation. Didn't they do that on an Amiga? I don't know. Probably. I think they used the Commodore Amiga, <laughs> which should also be topical on your on your sheet because they're making a resurgence. The Amiga. You're kidding. No. <laughs> Jeez. What's that going to be like? I don't know. It's just. They're putting it back out there again because people want the code. It's it's probably it it's probably just another time. it's just probably just another Intel machine that they just put the Amiga name on. I, no, I believe it's the same technology that went into Amiga before. The same idea where it's like for people making movies and stuff like that. It was really far beyond its time. I mean, it was yeah. If you if you think about the types of graphics and stuff that it had and what it was compared to, it was like you could have a TRS eighty, a Commodore sixty four. Uh, an Atari twenty six hundred or a fifty two hundred or whatever it was. Yes, and then the Amiga that had this awesome technology yeah. and nobody knew how to make games for it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was they had a I was writing cool games, but they did not have enough. I was writing code on the TS eighty, uh, TSR eighty, and the uh, Commodore sixty four. The Trash eighty and sixty four. I had my class on programming for the Trash eighty. Yeah, I mean that's how I started. So I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't get an Amiga. No. My brother-in-law just rebuilt a Commodore 64 for my nephew. Why? Just what did your nephew do to him? What <laughs> <laughs> gets me is like, I mean, I guess for nostalgia purposes, so he can sit down and look at a keyboard and play with it. Like, I guess, I don't know. But he's he actually has like his own little kid iPad. Like, not, yeah. the, not the mini iPad, but like it have like this new like leapfrog pad yeah. or whatever that he's zipping away and playing games on my phone or my sister's How phone. How old is he? He's three. You sit, you sit a real iPad in front of him, yeah. and he'll do things with it, not by accident. He'll do things with it that you would never think of, because children are extremely visual, and you have this... Well, he'll you, probably run general, it better than you will. our age have that preconception of, I can only do things this way, yes. where he is going to sit there and just do it the way he thinks it should move or whatever, yeah. and the thing just does... I yeah. mean, look, I do IT work for a living, and my daughter does some crap with her MacBook that I'm like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> like, she sits there and makes PowerPoint presentations she has to for school. Right. That, I mean, we didn't have to do that crap when we were younger. No. You had to, like, hold a poster board up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's, like, they have, like, animated uh, uh, whiteboards or smart boards, they call them, 
and like the whole desktop is there, and she's hitting a button and doing this, and I'm watching the presentation with like, <laughs> I could be prouder. Yeah. My kid is operating a computer, but it wasn't that. She had a whole presentation going, and animations flying in and swirling, and let, I was I thought I was going to get a Dramamine patch watching half of these presentations. <laughs> but I mean, the creativity from a from a younger person who didn't sit through the crappy computers, yes. right. so visual that that's what that's what makes. Uh, the people at Apple so um, unique is they build it in such a way that it just it just works. That's like the whole line about yeah. Apple, right? Is it just works? You look at an at an iPhone maybe because you're an Android user. You look at and I have an Android, but you look at it like, oh well, I'm so limited because you know this one app only runs when I have it open. Where my Android, I could jailbreak or, or root it right. and put whatever the hell I want on it and do all this crap. Yeah, well, you know what? How many times do you have to reboot the friggin' iPhone? Never. Yeah. Right. Now, once in a while, ever, I had an iPhone completely lock up on me. But, but you know, you want to dick around with the Android and try and make it work the way you want it to? It won't. But the iPhone, it just works. Just like the Mac. The Mac. Yeah. How many people are, or how many times is Geek Squad getting a Mac in for spyware? Right. None. I Probably mean, never. we grew up on, on IBMs and yeah. PCs, and it was always like, oh, no, Macs suck, Macs suck. You know what, Dave? It was always, if you wanted a Mac back in our day, it was for either... Um, Engineering or music or graphical or gra- stuff, some like some graphic design. Art, yeah. And now it's just like I'd wish I had a Mac just for everyday computing. Really? Yeah. I like. The, I think the machines are sleek. They're cool. They they never you never hear one of like oh my god virus. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I a lot of people come to me and ask me questions like what should I buy? And now I'm like I used to be like oh this computer that computer. I'm like you know what? If you really know anything about computers, buy a Mac. You know it will it will. It will prompt you for what you want. You know, it will connect to the internet. You don't have to think about like IP addresses and all this kind of yes. stuff and passcodes and all that. Finally, kind of the computer is smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you ever hear the Jim Norton rant about about he buys a printer and he plugs it into his Windows computer? It's like you plugged in the printer. You want a little drive? No, yeah. I just plugged it in because I was bored. Yeah. Or the Mac, he plugs it in and it just all right. Yes. Printer is ready. Yeah. And that's all it knows. And and the thing about it is it's be, and if Microsoft was smart. Well, I don't know if not smart is the word. If they were able to, if they manufactured their own computer, the Microsoft desktop computer, the Microsoft laptop branded, yeah. right, that is optimized to run with their software, then it would be great. How many people do you know that are running the uh, the fake Macs, right? They, they call it Hackintosh. Yeah. yeah. And they, half of them die in blue screen or whatever the hell it is. Right. Up. But Apple manufactures that, that computer in front of you. Yeah. And the operating system is meant to work on that computer. So they preload every friggin' driver you need where they have it posted on their site. They don't have 50 million uh, third-party manufacturers making accessories, Apple-approved accessories right. for it, right, unless they're sending them the drivers. So Logitech and all those people that make the accessories for them and all the cameras, even the Microsoft products, the Microsoft wireless keyboards and cameras and all get loaded into Apple's catalog. And guess what? When a stupid virus comes out, and, and it exploits Java, Apple says, hey, every computer we have is on the internet, and you're running an app from the internet? This version of Java is no good. You're dead in the water until you get the next version of, of Java. Mm, it says, yeah. this version of Java has been known to exploit blah, 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 blah viruses. You must upgrade your, your Java. Yeah. And yeah. what it does for my company is it breaks our remote access yeah. for Mac, because yeah. then it, it relies on Java, and Mac says, we found a problem, but we're waiting for Java to make a new version. 
but we want to protect you. Don't run anything. Right. So now you're dead in the water. Any Java apps are dead. Right. All right. right. Sorry to hijack your show. But... That's right. <laughs> that was Ellis's soapbox on Geekster. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Tech talk with Ellis. All right. All right. Now we get to the final article of the night. It should be the only article of the night. It oh, should have boy. been, but we would have been a shorter show. Can I do this one? Yes, go ahead. But you already talked about Lindsay Lohan being out of jail. And yeah, I know. <laughs> this is way better. Ben Affleck is a new Batman, bitches. <laughs> I had the bitches part. Yes. But Ben Affleck is the new Batman. And then I got something already kind of started, started up. up here just to kind of hear what Ben Affleck has to say about all the interaction going on on the internet. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. This is a site populated by militant movie buffs, sad, pathetic little bastards living in their parents' basement, downloading what they think is inside information about movies and actors they claim to despise yet can't stop discussing. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, that's what Ben Affleck has to say about all this hubbub. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that was from Jay and Silent Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. You don't have to say that. I oh. want to say we get the Geekster exclusive Ben Affleck's first comment about the internet. Yeah, I don't think anybody would buy that. the rug out from under a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Throw, throwing a bit under the bus. That's my job. That's what I do. Okay, so basically, let's face it. Thursday night. Uh, the internet the, shit themselves. The internet shit itself by going, oh, Ben Affleck's now a new Batman. Okay, I did not see that coming. No, not not even close. I don't think the internet even saw it. No, nobody saw it coming. Ben probably didn't know until Thursday either. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. He was like, wait, I'm, I'm, the new, I'm Batman? Like, they probably offered it to him Thursday morning. <laughs> they knew he wouldn't keep his mouth shut. Would <laughs> you? Yeah, no. Probably not. Nah. So, yeah, I mean, there it is. Bad. What's the act? Is there any stuff like in the actual article, or should we just go right into the... Uh, well, well, basically, all it's all it said was um, <clears throat> Ben Affleck is a new Batman. Bitch. He's replacing Christian Bale as the new Barry Bruce Wayne in the upcoming Batman Superfan feature. Okay, well, okay, well slow down. What? I'm reading. First of all, he's not replacing Christian Bale because right. it's a completely different Batman in this universe. We knew that was the last Christian Bale movie before. Right. Yeah. The Dark, the Dark Knight, whatever. Rises, yeah. So whoever wrote this article, uh, I'm going to say Justin Knoll, film reporter. For film reporter? Mm-hmm. He's an asshole. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna go out and ah, He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He may be the greatest like humanitarian ever. Just... I, no, no, wait. <laughs> I hate people. Why do you uh, think I'm locked in a bed? Why do you think I have an online girlfriend and play video games and read comic books? <laughs> I hate people. Let's get that out there right now. See, that's the only action is me he gets, and that's why you know. And that's limited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I mean. Uh... <laughs> Tell us more. Well, uh, I'm going to say, like, uh, so What's... this guy basically says, uh, yeah, he's Batman. Let's face it. He's Batman. Batman made $650 million in the global box office. And basically what happened, Zack Snyder's comment is, uh, Ben provides an interesting counterbalance to Henry Superman. He has the acting chops to create a layered portrayal of a man who is older and wiser than Clark Kent. And bears the scars of a seasoned crime fighter, but retains the charm that the world sees in billionaire Bruce Wayne, Snyder said in this comment. I can't wait to work with him. Well. What? Batman, Ben's Batman, bitch. <laughs> Isn't there any uh, uh, 
premise to the story? Isn't it supposed to be something with him and Superman? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He's going to be in Man of Steel's two. Right. That's kind of like the big thing. Now, at the com- San Diego Comic Con, they had the guy who played the general from Man of Steel come out and read this snippet, a quote from The Dark Knight Returns, which is a 1983, 1986 Frank Miller piece. Graphic of novel. Yeah. And it's basically they actually just they just adapted that that comic into a two-part movie for animated movie which is really good by the way for those people who haven't seen it pick it up and it's an old Bruce man it's an old Bruce Wayne like way past like 50 like I'm gonna say 70s 70s yeah are you sure yeah okay and it's him coming basically back you don't know no no no, no you know because it actually believe it or not I think it's supposed to be pre-Batman Beyond <clears throat> I don't think it's that's the thing. I mean, you're talking taking a Frank Miller story and trying to put it into the whole animated universe. Has put it into con, you know, continuity. But like it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's a good story on its own. But I don't think it really fits any of the genres of the like animated series of Batman Beyond or Batman the Animated Series. Because you want to live in a you want to live in a in a world where in you, a separate society. Yes. You're, why do we have to put up with so many versions of iterations of Batman? Well, that's what we always kind of say. Like first, like as long as like, as long as, I, I get the feeling for though for this movie, they're not going to do Batman origin story. It's just basically going to be Batman. You Let's know? hope. I'm hoping because we have. But DC no is uh, Warner Brothers is so famous for creating an orange origin story for every movie because it's a new actor playing this character, so they're going. Or to somebody's be... got a new take. I mean, how many times can Batman's parents die in so many different ways? Yeah, they both got shot in the in an alleyway. Bruce Wayne died that night too, and Batman was born. Batman, Batfleck, Batfleck. Yes. So, uh, Batman. I, huh? Batman. Batman. Yeah. With his sidekick, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> actually, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a music break. Yes. And we're gonna come back, and now we're gonna actually fully discuss. Pros, cons, how you feel about it, how I feel about it. Because we didn't really talk about it. We yeah, I keep my mouth shut. I don't know if you noticed I, that or not. I laughed hysterically when I first heard the news. Only because we'll get into that when we come back. Yes, there's so much to talk about. And we will actually give you the phone number for you to call in and uh, voice your opinion if you're uh, listening in and yeah, want to uh, if you want, contribute. You don't right have to. Tell you right now, though, uh, you, I'm not taking any shit tonight. You're not going to take any shit? No. You just took some shit earlier. <laughs> well, I have to from you. We're using your studio. I don't care. It's <laughs> to me. I don't care. This is good radio. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm willing to get anything on all comers, but you better have an intelligent... I do not want to hear one word. Daredevil. Fucking back it up. All right. That's, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just... I, I just... Because I know there's people out there like, oh, he's going to kill the city. He's going to kill it. Why do you honestly feel? And if you use bullshit like Geely or <laughs> or uh, you know Daredevil, you know what? Let me tell you. I'll give you a little inside information. The guy who wrote Daredevil went to write Ghost Rider. Okay? You're not helping his cause, ben Eddie. Aff- ben Affleck was not the problem with Daredevil. No, no, no. All right. I don't what blame. Did you think of his acting in Daredevil? I thought it was okay. Now was that how the? See, I'm not a comic book guy. I, so, so these things I don't know, but in the comic book, I mean, was he, you know, uh, um, blind and everything he was, else? He was a blind lawyer, oh, yeah. 
I think a lot of people say he played it flat. Um, I know you weren't really a big fan. I enjoyed it because it's a comedy I didn't, movie. I didn't like his action scenes. That's what really threw me off on it because he, he's not really much of an action star then, I would say. And, you know, I mean, there's certain actions he could do, but, like, as a comic book, like, duking it out, it just wasn't believable. I didn't buy it. Especially he was going against Jennifer Gardner, who was an alias, and she did all these action scenes for that. So she was phenomenal being Electra in that movie. But then when they were fighting together, you could tell, like, he was so weak in that category. It was just like, now. And also, too, I'm, I'm going to say, as far as Daredevil goes, and like I said, we'll, get, we'll go with commercial break or music break and then come back to really delve into it. Daredevil was also kind of start at the early run of comic book movies. Like, yeah. there wasn't, they kind of, like, took chances. They kind of, like, you know, they, they, it wasn't the universe. It wasn't, it was pre-Iron Man. Yeah, I kind of look at Iron Man kind of being this whole start point of these new comic book movies, like trying new stuff or bringing people in, because like Daredevil was kind of a nobody character in Marvel. Well, kinda. You know, I mean, like you know, they start with Blade. They got th- those movies with <coughs> Leslie Snipes. They were popular, they were good enough, so they tried Daredevil, and of course, it didn't. Well, yeah, okay. No, but I also think too, it's popularity of character because I don't think Daredevil is as popular as say like an Iron Man or a Superman or a Batman. Well, okay. I'll give me a I don't way. know if I put all of them together like that. Iron Man's yeah. huge. Yeah, right. But I'm saying that huge. they're not as he's not as popular as those characters. So, like for him, for for them to really try this out, they really had to really push the envelope to get it to be successful. Which I don't think because not many people read Daredevil, or at least I don't think so. I mean, I never heard anybody who's actually like Daredevil. Yeah, I like that comic. I read it every month, and it's like okay, enjoy it. All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna go to a little musical interlude. While we uh, get ready for the the nerd off, yes, <laughs> and see ya. <laughs> so that's when I said that's when I get my balls laminated. Uh, we're on. Oh shit! <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to Geeksters. This is Sean. <laughs> this is Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that was then uh, hour two. I hope you were informed by some of the. Articles we came up with, or you just laugh at our goofiness. Yes, well, we hope that more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good hour. Yeah, I remember it fondly, almost as if we just heard it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, Molly Cyrus is calling me. <laughs> oh my god! And, of course, they, the end of it was our last article of the night, which was... Ben Affleck's Batman, bitches! <laughs> Deal with it. That's right. Suck it. So, you know what? Since we have the time, yeah. let's, what do you think? What do you honestly think? Well, let's save that for hour three. Okay. Oh, look at you with the dick tease. <laughs> no, let's, let's wait, because I know that this hour was almost like an hour and five minutes, and if you tack on the beginning and the end with my cutting and pasting extraordinary abilities, <laughs> that it's going to wind out to be maybe like an hour and 15 minutes, and the human attention span might not be able to last that long, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we'll wait till hour three to talk more about the uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> and if you want to contact Sean on anything you want, we talked about, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And yes, I said that live. He didn't cut and paste that one. <laughs> or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Or you can also go to aquanetradio.com. 
Also, they have a Facebook page, too, Aquanet Radio. Like them as well, and give your shout-outs to how much you think we're funny. Thanks. <laughs>